What's going on, everyone? And welcome into Plazon's podcast. Today is Thanksgiving, and I just want to say that I am so thankful for all of you wonderful listeners out there. You guys are awesome. We're going to keep this truck going. And the next thing that I'm thankful for is our very first sponsor. This podcast is now proudly sponsored by Hungry Howie's Pizza, Baton Rouge. You guys need to check out their specials online. Right now, they've got a $7.99 carryout deal. Get any large one-topping pizza for $7.99. Thank you so much to Hungry Howie's. Now we're going to get into it today. Uh, there's not much news to cover from last night, so we're going to preview the Thanksgiving NFL games today. We're also going to get into Plaisance Locks. Last night was great, everyone. I hope you rode the train. And last but not least, we are going to talk about another NBA Top 100 player. So let's get right into it today. Let's talk about these NFL games. Like I said, not a lot of news last night, so Bills versus the Lions is going to be the first NFL game this morning. At 11.30, we've got Josh Allen, who is coming right back to Ford Field with the Buffalo Bills. They just played the Cleveland Browns there this past Sunday because of the snow in Buffalo. It was so high that they could not even get to the stadium, let alone play a, a whole game in six feet of snow. So we've got the Bills coming back to Ford Stadium. This time they're visiting. They're not at home this time. And the Lions are coming off of three straight victories. The Bills... They haven't looked as dominant as they have in the first three games, but I am going to put this game on upset alert, but not quite, maybe almost upset alert. I think the Bills will get it done in the end, but the Lions, as always, are going to put up a tremendous fight. Next up, we've got the staple of a Thanksgiving NFL game. We've got the Dallas Cowboys playing the New York Giants. As always, here's a chance, a true moment for the Cowboys to put their names on the map to the entire country. They're playing a Giants team who has not looked as good as they did to start the season. Daniel Jones has been kind of exposed recently, especially last week. I do think the Cowboys come in and get it done. They're currently, they're 10-point favorites versus the Giants. They're, the Giants are also 7-3, and three, so you have to kind of put respect on their game, but their wins are not that impressive, and their losses are quite embarrassing. I think the Cowboys are going to blow them out, just like the Cowboys did to the Vikings last uh, last week. So be on the lookout for just another dominant game from players like Micah Parsons, CeeDee Lamb, Tony Pollard, and possibly Dak. I don't know, though, because it's primetime. And just like Kirk Cousins, I don't know if I trust Dak in primetime. But now, speaking of Captain Kirk, we've got the Patriots visiting the Vikings in the NBC nighttime game. And I'm telling you right now, the Vikings are in trouble. Captain Kirk in primetime is putrid. You saw it last week. The Patriots defense looks like a top five, maybe top one defense in the entire league. Matthew Judon is leading the NFL in sacks with 13 and a half. He's putting on the quietest defensive player of the year campaign I've ever seen in my entire life. I think this game is going to be a slaughter. Currently, the Vikings are two and a half point favorites, but I don't expect them to score more than 13 points today. I think the Patriots are going to get it done on the ground, and I think that Kirk Cousins is going to struggle the entire game. And now we're moving in to my personal favorite part of the show, baby. It's Plaisance Locks. We are on an absolute heater to start this show. We are 9-3 and three so far in this season, and I think I've cooked up yet another heater for you guys. Look, I'm not a big fan of the slate today, but I have found just my... I had to pick my spots, okay? And the spots, they're mwah, they're fuego. They are beautiful. Up first, we've got Purdue versus West Virginia. This is a tournament. It's not a home or away game. It's a neutral site. Purdue is minus two versus West Virginia. 
Purdue's really impressed me so far, and they had a big win against Marquette the other night. And I don't think that West Virginia has like a staple game that they've played so far. They blew out Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh is a horrible basketball team. I just don't think that West Virginia has what it takes to get the job done today. So I'm riding with the Boilermakers. They're going to get the job done and win by more than two. Next up, we've got Vanderbilt minus four. Now look, this game is in California, but it's not at, it's not at Fresno. It's a neutral site technically, and Fresno State basketball does not travel, okay? So this is just going to be like a, a so-so tournament game out in Anaheim, California. Uh, uh, Fresno State has some bad losses to much lower quality teams like UCSB and North Texas. I just don't think that Fresno State has what Vanderbilt has. You know, Vanderbilt's record doesn't reflect the talent difference in this game really, Jerry Stackhouse is a far superior head coach. I just think that Vanderbilt walks out with a good quality win on their resume going forward, trying to get to SEC play as slow as possible. That's going to be rough for the Commodores. And last but certainly not least on this beautiful slate of phenomenal Thanksgiving Day games. Honestly, that's one of my favorite things that I'm I'm thankful for on Thanksgiving is just wonderful day of nothing but spending time with family and friends and watching football and basketball. So this is probably one of the most signature games in Thanksgiving history, and that, my friends, is the Egg Bowl. We've got Mississippi State visiting Ole Miss for one of the oldest rivalries in the books. This is absolutely bonkers to me, though, Ole Miss is only one and a half point favorites tonight versus Mississippi State. Makes no sense. I have some news for y'all. I don't know if y'all saw it last night, but Lane Kiffin has recommitted himself to Ole Miss. I think that's going to catapult this team into the future, and I think it's going to allow Ole Miss to get their ninth win on the season. Ole Miss's offense is top 10 in the country. I mean, they had almost, I think it was almost 700 yards last week versus Arkansas, even though they lost 42-27. to I just don't buy that Mississippi State is going to be able to compete that way. Uh, last week last week was a fluke to me versus Arkansas for Ole Miss. I just think that Mississippi State is not as good of a team as people think. They're 7-4, and four, but in their last five, they've lost three. They played East Tennessee State, and then they barely beat an Auburn team on the verge of collapse in overtime. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't buy this Mississippi State team whatsoever. I think it's really easy to find out how to beat this Bulldog team with their air raid offense with Mike Leach. They're just going to stop the pass, and this game is going to be a blowout. I love Ole Miss minus one and a half. If I could, I would take Ole Miss minus five and a half or six and a half. And that's going to do it for Plaisance Locks. Let's roll right in to our NBA Top 100 Player of the Day. Today, we're on number 99. He might be a little low on my list, but I'll, I'll explain kind of why he's kind of low on my list. Number 99 is Robert Parrish. This man is a four-time champion, a nine-time All-Star, a two-time All-NBA player. He had a 21-year career, and he has the most games played in NBA history. The reason that I have him at number 99 is because I think a lot of his stats and whatnot and a lot of his notoriety and fame were because he was on those famous Boston Celtics teams in the 1980s with Larry Bird. Now, yes, he was a big contributor to those games. At the same time, though, I just don't think that he was the reason, but he was definitely a big contributor. That's why I give him the credit of being on this list. 
I love his longevity. Uh, he reminds me a lot of uh, LeBron James or a Tim Duncan in terms of his longevity. But in terms of dominance, I never saw him dominate. Uh, in terms of, you know, identity, he was just a big guy that got a lot of rebounds and blocked a few shots. Um, but I, I have to put respect on his name. He is a top 100 player in my mind, and he definitely gets the nod on this list at number 99. I apologize for the short episode today. Uh, you know, it's Thanksgiving, guys. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I appreciate everybody tuning in, and we will see you tomorrow after this beautiful day. Thank you so much.